A man returned home to find a dead lady in his bed. Another man was jailed for wrapping bandages around his head to take driving tests. And North Korea bans mullets and skinny jeans. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, your daily weird news podcast. Woohoo! I'm your host, Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. I hope you had a nice weekend. Let's do some weird stories from around the globe. I got them. A Texas man returns home to find a dead woman in his bed. A man made a surprising discovery at his home in southern Texas when he walked into his bedroom and found the body of a deceased woman in his bed. Who is this woman? Does he know the woman? The man had been away from his house for several weeks, returned home, according to the police, in his apartment, found the woman in his bedroom. He called the authorities. It's unclear how the woman died since the medical examiner has yet to determine a cause of death. Death. Well, get on it, medical examiner. What are you doing? That's your job. Determine death. That's all you have to do. That's your only job is to determine how people have died, medical examiner. Figure it out. This is a mystery. We all want to know. Authorities can't say whether the woman died of natural causes or if they're looking at a homicide. Police haven't released the name of the man who made the discovery of the woman who we found in his bed. It's unclear when the medical examiner is expected to finish the autopsy. Finish it, medical examiner! (laughs) We all need to know. The public wants to know. How did this lady die in this guy's bed? News of the man finding the woman in his bed prompted a flurry of speculation online. I'm sure that it did. It's very weird to find a dead woman in your bed. Some Facebook users questioned how the woman got into the apartment. How'd she get in? Through the window? Through the door? People wondered on social media if the man locked the door. (laughs) I love how you guys are just taking this at total face value here. But how did she get, did did he lock the door? Yeah, there's bigger questions than that. How she got into the bed? Like, what is the relationship? What is she going through? Why his house? Of all the places to choose to die. I mean, if it's a stranger, you crawl into a stranger's bed to die? There's bigger questions than how did she get in? Hey, what color was her, was her, uh her shirt that she was wearing people ask the dumbest questions they also want to know whether the man knew the woman ah now you're asking some pertinent questions way to go facebook users some of you have brains the media reached out to the corpus christi police department for comment but didn't receive a response Uh, days earlier about 200 miles away a homeowner in houston found a man's body in a ditch after his dog's barking prompted him to investigate His dogs have reportedly been barking for about 10 minutes, and when he went outside, he spotted the body face down and partially submerged. Just as was the case with this lady in Corpus Christi, authorities weren't sure if foul play was involved regarding the incident of the man in the ditch. Well, this is, I mean, Texas, man. People are just getting snuffed all the time, I'd imagine. There's more guns than people in Texas. Of course you're going to get bodies just showing up. (laughs) Are there really more guns than people in Texas? Yeah, yeah, there is. Look it up. It's a scary place. I feel bad for the guy that found a lady in his bed. I mean, it's, you got to toss the bed now, I assume. If she had been there for any amount of time, it's going to stink up the whole place, too. May have to move. You know, these are the questions I want to know. Is the guy going to have to move? What about the bed, right? I assume he's going to sell it. Could you even sleep in that same room ever again? It'd be tough. Absolutely. What's this guy's love life like as well? I mean, it'd be a shame if, you know. The guy just can't even get a woman into his bed. It's been years since he's gotten laid, and then he shows up. Oh, a lady in my bed waiting for me. What? What? This is a dream. <laughs> and then, whoops, she's not even breathing. Ah.
And, you know, the fellow hasn't released his name, and I don't know if I would either, because then you're just going to be the butt of all jokes between your friends. It's just going to be terrible. All your buddies for the rest of your life joking about the dead lady in your bed. Huh, Larry? That dead lady in your bed, huh? Hey, every time you leave the bar or the party, you go, hey, Larry, you going home? Yeah, you're going to go home and sleep with that dead lady in your bed? I mean, that's just going to be a terrible ongoing joke for the rest of your life. You hang out with Larry, he's on a date. Hey, lady, you're going to have to give it up because Larry only likes dead chicks. A man has been arrested for wrapping bandages around his head and taking driving tests for others. A man was taking written driving tests for other people by wrapping a first aid bandage around his head to pretend that he's injured. He's been arrested after his scam was discovered finally by staff members. Who is this scammer? 28-year-old Izmir Sanaj from London. Oh, he's from London, the scammer. Reportedly using numerous excuses for his head injuries at several of the testing sites across the country where he was doing driving tests for people who had agreed to let him do them on their behalf. And this was your brilliant plan. I'll just wrap bandages around my head again and again and again like no one's going to catch on. A guy in a full head wrap. I'm looking at a photo of him. He's, his head is completely wrapped in bandages. Like It would stand out if this guy showed up to take a written test. His scheme eventually came to an end in Swindon. That must be a place. A staff member recognized him from a wanted appeal and contacted the police. <laughs> was, it, was it just like a drawing of a man with bandages around his head? If you see this man, please contact the police. He's taking driving tests for others, pretending to have a head injury. <laughs> How'd you get that head injury, sir? As you're taking this driving test. How did you get it? Well, I, I was driving. I was driving without a license. I wasn't good at it. I crashed, and now I'm here. I'm trying to do better on the test. That's why I'm here. I don't want to end up like this again. Now, this guy's pleaded guilty on four counts of fraud at a, at a crown court. He was given a jail sentence of two years and four months. It seems to me like in other countries, everybody just pleads guilty, whereas in the U.S., no one ever pleads guilty. It's always not guilty, even if it's obvious that they did it. <laughs> just... People are just reasonable in other places. Yeah, you know, all right, I did it. What, what are we talking about here? Can we come to an agreement? Okay. I'll give you some of my money. I'll, I'll go to jail for a little while. Judge Jason Taylor is quoted by the media as saying, Your actions show a callous disregard for the system, which is designed to ensure that only those qualified to drive safely get behind the wheel of a car. This could have significant consequences had you gone through with this both for road users and pedestrians, and therefore my public duty requires me to reflect that. I assume that's why he got such a harsh sentence. Two and a half years in prison, that's pretty harsh for just taking some fraudulent tests. This is far from the first time, though, that this guy's been jailed for the scam. Really? He tried this before? What was he doing? He was taking lifeguard tests, <laughs> wearing a sling? I, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He'd been convicted... Twice before on driving test fraud charges and with his latest crime being committed while on a license. This guy's been doing, this is his thing. How much money do people pay you to take the test? Is it a lot? Is it that hard to take the driving test in London? I'm wondering. Maybe they got a very strict driver's license test. The court heard that he had attended four different test centers in the south of England where he had a variety of excuses for his injuries, such as falling off a ladder. (laughs) 
being being struck in the head while working on a building site. Wow, this guy just has to come up with a different excuse every time. I was hit in the ear by lightning, right in the lobe. Lightning lobe. Look it up. It's a it's a condition. I have lightning lobe. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> I was on a very dangerous game show and I fell off the thing. <laughs> It was some sort of extreme sports game show. You know the ones. Trying to be a ninja, whatever it is. Oh, it's a serious paintball injury. Oh, I fell off a zip line. And other excuses. <laughs> uh, I would love to imagine like he passes the driving test and then they take his photo with the bandages on his head as well. And so there's a bunch of people with driver's license. Photo pictures. Like the license is theirs, but it's another man wrapped in head bandages on the license photo. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it never got that far, but in my mind, it would be amazing if it did. North Korea bans mullets and skinny jeans in their fight against capitalism. That's pretty funny, considering the ruler of North Korea kind of looks like he has a mullet. Uh, This says it comes after North Korea's state-run newspaper, Radong Sinmum, published a warning earlier this month. It was a warning about capitalism. They have to prevent it from seeping into their country. How do we prevent capitalism from seeping into our countries? Oh, we'll get rid of those skinny jeans. Well, newsflash, there's other types of jeans. Newsflash again, there's other kinds of haircuts that are also stylish. Idiots. An invasion of capitalistic culture could cause the country to fall like a damp wall, according to the the article in the newspaper. And it actually says that, like a damp wall. Yeah, because when I think of things falling, I think of a damp wall. <laughs> you could have chosen anything. It would be better than this analogy. What about a Jenga? Like, you could have said something like, capitalism will cause our country to fall like a Jenga game in a drunk craft beer bar. <laughs> that would have been more poetic. They're trying to guard the youth especially. The youth, they need to be saved against the exotic and decadent lifestyle of capitalism. Here's a quote from the media. We must be wary of even the slightest sign of the capitalistic lifestyle and fight to get rid of it. The North Korean government has reportedly banned all but 15 haircuts. Oh my goodness, they're banning all sorts of haircuts, not just the mullet. Ooh, what other styles are banned? The bob? (laughs) The crop top? The military style? I mean... Can you just see at one point the whole country with a shaved head? That's what that's where they're headed at this point. These are called non-socialist haircuts, by the way. That's what they're... They want to have a list of proper hairstyles. What have they banned? Mullets. There's, those are not permitted. Spiky and dyed hair, also not permitted. According to the documents published by the media. Skinny jeans. Done with. No skinny jeans. Come on, man. Sometimes skinny jeans happen not on purpose it's called out of shape people they haven't upgraded their wardrobe like so what are you gonna arrest the guy an overweight grandpa for trying to squeeze into those 31 waists that he was wearing 10 years ago can't afford to get his upgraded wardrobe and now he's gonna go to jail you think he's wearing skinny jeans it's just a fat guy trying to squeeze into his old jeans that's what's going on north korea do you have some like clauses for this are there going to be exceptions to the rule some people just not are not with it style wise either with the haircuts they think it's 1982 like in reality they're still walking around with a mullet 
They don't even realize. They're not trying to be cool and stylish, in other words. They're still, they're living in the past. So those people are going to be punished? I don't understand your take. Seems very misguided, very naive, very stupid. So in addition to skinny jeans, piercings in your nose and your lip, they're just going to arrest people for having piercings, I'd imagine. Ooh, branded t-shirts are forbidden? How are you going to get rid of branded t-shirts? Like most t-shirts are branded. Like, go ahead and try and find t-shirts that don't have anything on them. Good luck. I don't like to wear, like, logos or anything on my t-shirts, really. And so when I'm shopping, I look for just completely plain. Go to any of these, you know, hip stores and find a plain one. You go ahead. I dare you to. There's a few. Most t-shirts have something on them. We, I... Are you going to require everybody just to walk around shirtless North Korea? I mean, this is the kind of thing that you're pushing here. Let's be real. Shave your head, walk around with no shirt. Welcome to North Korea. Look, I'm not trying to get political here, but trying to avoid capitalism in the world is like trying to avoid an STD at a house of love in Tijuana. Hello, my fellow weirdos. This is your host, Jonesy. I hope you had a nice weekend. I had a long weekend because I live in the United States and we had a holiday on Monday. You'll notice that I didn't record an episode because I just wanted to enjoy myself. Had a little barbecue, played a little music with some veterans. Pretty damn cool. I had a nice time. Uh, I hope you had a nice time as well. And uh, what else? Oh, For those of you who sent me stories for the Friday episode, thanks again. For those of you who reached out over the weekend to say hi and wish me a happy holiday, thank you. It was very touching. I appreciate that. I'm going to publish some phone calls, uh, one from Michael from Iowa City, who we all adore, and also the angry Florida man who finally decided to stick his head out from the swamp and leave me a message. Finally get some... Did you finally turn your phone back on, sir? Did you? (laughs) You know, it's hard to get service when you live in a swamp. You know, it just really is. Um... Also, it's hard to get service. It's hard to get a phone in general when your credit's that bad, as I assume. (laughs) I'm digging on Florida Man today, but I love it. I love it. I actually appreciate the Florida Man very much, and his calls are are very funny. And so, um, please, Florida Man, call in more. Uh, I love to hear from you. Uh, What else? If you guys would like to support the show, you can leave me a review on Amazon or iTunes, or you can join the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And you will also get extra weird AF content. So if you enjoy the podcast, you'll just get more of this sort of stuff. And uh, so you can support the show that way. Or just tell a friend what you're up to. Oh, what are you up to? Oh, I'm listening to a podcast. That's pretty cool. Oh, what's it called? Oh, it's called Weird AF News. And it's nice to listen to after the mainstream news, which wants, which makes you want to like wrap a noose around your neck. But then you listen to Weird AF News and you go, oh, okay, not so bad. <laughs> the world's weird and funny as well. And then you keep living. You keep living. I'm just trying to keep you guys alive is what I'm saying with my um, lighthearted stories. Although occasionally I think I might get you angry because I get angry at some of these stories. I just get angry sometimes at the stupidity of man. And I, I need to like not be as angry. I need to just enjoy it for the entertainment that it is. Like George Carlin once said, you know, being born and coming into life is like getting a, a free front row ticket to the circus act. Just enjoy the show, guys, because it's, it's crazy. And it really is. It's crazy out there. Uh, what else? Oh, follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones to see what I'm at, what I'm at, what I'm at, where I'm at, what I'm doing. Um, uh, stand-up comedy's coming back, and I have shows. I'm in Long Beach this weekend, so if you're around, uh, reach out to me, and I'll give you the de- I'll give you the details. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.
Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. I sure enjoyed the stories that you did on the latest podcast, and I wanted to comment on one in particular. It was about the idiot woman who went into the monkey enclosure just to feed them flaming hot Cheetos. Um, how stupid, you know, we've got this group of people that think they're just have impunity to go into these animal enclosures. Uh, I guess they feel safe enough to do that, you know, without concern for their own safety, which is ridiculous. And then to think that they can go in there and feed whatever they want to these animals, that's just stupid. And to think that you're going to give these animals an item like that's so, you know, incredibly spicy, like those flaming hot Cheetos. You know, does she think that the those wild animals are used to having something so spicy? Ridiculous. And the woman worked as a legal assistant. She ought to know something of the law that she doesn't have the right to trespass like that. It's just amazing to me how how completely stupid people can be. But anyway, you said something about the woman having orange dust on her hands after eating the Cheetos. And that reminded me of a song from a couple of guys named Paul and Storm who are members of an acapella group called the Da Vinci's Notebook. And I'm going to play a little song that Paul and Storm sing. It's very, very brief. And it just cuts right to the chase on the Cheeto dust. Pay close attention. If you want to turn your daddy parts orange, eat some Cheetos and watch some porn. <laughs> Perfect. Have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Oh, now, Jones, you left out a very vital piece of information in that boy throwing the pizza pie at his daddy's head. He said that I delivered you at home like a DiGiorno, and he said to his daddy, Daddy, I'll give you some DiGiorno right upside the head. This dent in my forehead is because you are a Butterfinger. You delivered me right to the linoleum, you silly bastard. Oh, please help me. All right, now, Johnny, don't don't completely dismiss this fella here about the get, his car getting struck by lightning. Now, have you ever run across a rug with a pair of fuzzy slippers on? Maybe not slippers, because they might have rubber on them, but uh, a pair of nylon socks or something. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be wearing those either. But maybe, maybe you ever get some static cling, you know, and then and then and then and then you go to grab the bi the handles of a bicycle and it shocks you and you fall over. Well, it's never happened to me either, but I, I can't imagine how difficult it would be if the Lord had struck lightning down upon my geoprism and it made me swerve to the left and to the right and force the alcohols that are inside my body to come out of my breath into a breathalyzer type of device. So here in Florida, this this is a common occurrence. You know what I'm saying? This is this is something that happens to every uh, two out of three guys named Joe. You know? Hey, take it easy. Yay!